Welcome to the Essay for FA's Asset Allocator Podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors, including ETFs, asset allocation, and the economy. I'm your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and our topic today is whether energy companies will surprise us in 2020. We'll get to that in just a moment. But first, this message. If you're a financial advisor, you should be using Seeking Alpha Premium. I'll mention just two items I personally think are valuable for advisors. Number one, advisors typically get investment research from their own broker-dealer, and it's good to cross-reference that with the research available to Seeking Alpha Premium subscribers. Number two, the quantitative ratings available to premium subscribers are an incredible value-add because they make it possible to compare investments with mutually consistent data. In other words, it aids in getting different investment ideas to talk to each other, as it were. These features are just the tip of the iceberg, and it costs only $240 for an annual subscription. Click on Upgrade on the top right of your Seeking Alpha homepage to see a full list of benefits and options. On January 6th, when the Blackstone Group's vice chairman, Byron Wien, issued his widely anticipated 10 surprises for 2020, surprise number five on his annual list was that an oil price shock would send West Texas crude to over $70 a barrel. Of the 10 surprises and five runners-up on his list, that one was the no-brainer in my opinion. Not because Wien is clairvoyant, but he's been at these annual lists for 35 years now, and there's an art to it. You pick a bunch of seemingly remote possibilities, and enough of them may stick to get a decent return. His 2019 picks achieved a 28% return, so he told Think Advisor's Jane Wolman Rusoff in an interview last week. I don't know exactly what Ween's method is. He's pretty vague, saying he works hard at it for three months. But since oil hasn't seen $70 in over five years, yet price spikes and long booms and busts are defining characteristics of the oil industry, I'd imagine that this was the easiest item to put on his list. His tickler file probably reminded him to try oil in 2020. Now that only makes sense if the boom and bust pattern can be relied on. But there is another view, which was articulated at about the same time as Ween put out his list, which is that the jig is up for fossil fuels. That thesis was laid out by BlackRock's CEO, Larry Fink, in his January letter to CEOs, in which he urged corporate America to confront climate change and announced that his firm, the world's largest asset manager with somewhere around $7 trillion in assets under management, would be making sustainability integral to portfolio management through a number of actions that include exiting investments with high sustainability risk like coal producers. So who will be right here in this debate between these two giant asset managers? I think that just as their names are nearly identical, what's the difference between a black stone and a black rock after all? So too are their positions closer than they seem on the surface. Both are betting big on oil. Scanning the list of top holdings in BlackRock's biggest fund, its core S&P 500 index, ticker IVV, ExxonMobil makes up nearly 1% of the holdings of a $220 billion fund. That's a big investment, and so it goes across BlackRock portfolios. Note that Larry Fink's letter mentioned exiting coal, the least environmentally friendly of the fossil fuel-based resource companies, but not all hydrocarbon companies. So while BlackRock has won some hearts and minds in the sustainability camp, and is doubtless adhering to plans to factor climate change in its risk models, the firm is heavily invested in non-green energy. 
Switching gears back to Blackstone's Byron and Ween, the price of a barrel of West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil was $63 a barrel when he issued his letter. So he only needed a tad more than a 10% spike in prices to be right. How's he doing so far? The West Texas Intermediate price per barrel has fallen from $63 to $53, a decline of about 16% in just over a month. BlackRock's Larry Fink may be kicking himself for not getting out of oil sooner. But in this case, I think that both Ween and Fink stand to profit from their investments. First of all, though it may give the appearance of hypocrisy, in truth, Larry Fink was explicit in his letter that the energy transition will take decades. More than that, he said that the technology does not yet exist to replace hydrocarbons on the scale of their use today. And he's exactly right about that. For that reason, I would argue, and have previously argued, that energy companies which today reside in the bargain basement may be worthwhile investments from a value perspective, if not values perspective. I leave it to listeners to determine the moral path of their portfolios. In Byron Ween's list of 2020 surprises, he envisions the trigger for an oil price spike as Iran stepping up hostility towards Israel or Saudi Arabia by closing the Strait of Hormuz. That too comes straight out of his tickler file. That kind of thing is just par for the course in the Middle East. An article from the Associated Press last week reports that in an examination of the drones used by Iran-backed Houthi rebels in Yemen show they match weapons used in an attack on Saudi Arabia last year that briefly halved Saudi oil production and led to a short-lived price spike not seen since the 1991 Gulf War, ostensibly proving Iran's involvement. I might also mention that the United States just imposed tough sanctions on Rosneft, the largest of the Russian oil giants, because of its cooperation with Venezuela, so we are apt to see the price of oil climbing somewhat this week. The point is that oil and geopolitics go hand in hand, and you can never rule out a price spike, and all the more so when the secular trends still demand fossil fuel-based energy production, as sustainability advocate Larry Fink himself acknowledges. Because the glut in oil has been killing energy companies, many are in very bad shape and may file for bankruptcy before any turnaround comes around. But there are oil majors with incredibly strong balance sheets and little debt that continue to develop energy resources, just biding their time for the day when Byron Ween's prediction comes true. And if you don't believe him, just look at any large-sized BlackRock portfolio. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast of value, I would be much obliged if you would pass it on to other advisors to keep this FA project growing. Also feel free to contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com with any feedback. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.